Hey everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Right below me is my brother, Josh. Oof. Hi. Josh, don't... For those for those listening, Josh did, just did his Ricardo turn-in, and he's always trying to tell me his Ricardo turn-in is better than mine. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, jeez. No, it's so no, slow. You're so it's so slick. You're like, hey, you're. I don't think you understand speed. You know, if you speed it up. All right, and you know what? To my left is Josh's brother, twin brother, Jake. Jake, let's see your Ricardo turn in. Oh, dude, I'm gonna hurt my neck doing it. Like, even if you don't try hard enough, you'll still do better than Nick. So, yeah, God that, damn, was, that was it's so much faster. That was pretty good. Okay, hold on, hold on. Better, better, but you, must, you're you're slow. Must be that dumbass headband. Don't talk shit on the headband. Dumbass. That is a signature mark. We can't. We can't, Jake. Headband. Dumbass. Headband is my signature look on this podcast. You know that. That's the only way people can tell us apart. Look at us. God damn it. If I didn't have this on, people would mistake me for Josh, and Josh would be Nick half the time. God damn um, it. I think soon I'm gonna have to get glasses. You know what? That would just confuse people also. You cannot get glasses. I don't care if you are uh, not being able to see us. You need to keep those glasses off, sir. Uh, my vision, it's like, was it farsighted? Where you can't see far? I think that means you're nearsighted. Yeah. Yeah. So like some stuff becomes a blur now. Oh, that's, that's how it is for me. I'm, I'm nearsighted. I, when it comes to driving at night, I have to have glasses on. Otherwise, I'm going, oh, shit. Is that an exit? Uh, you know what? I was I was driving down the road the other day and the signs were kind of blurry and I had my glasses on. And I was like, oh, no, am I going to have to like knock up my is my prescription going to have to like go up or something? Because this is way blurrier than it should. Be. And my glasses were clean, too. So I think I am starting to lose some eyesight. Now, do you do you guys have like the blue stuff? Yes. For For like the screens? Yes. Yeah, I do not. I, that's probably where I'm going to end up getting or asking for just because I stare at screens every get day. It. Get it. You'll notice a difference immediately. I'll never go back to not having it. I notice a difference. It's night and day. Is there like night a button you press? Because I imagine it's like, you know how like when you go outside, like you have those sunglasses, ones that turn into sunglasses. Is there one where like if it did, if like it sees like the blue light, it's like, oh, we got you, little homie. No, it's it's just a protective layer that's added to it. So, um Literally, like you can't tell, Nick, but these do have it. Like you can kind of see a little bit with the reflection. Right I can now. see the. I can yeah. I can see the tint. Yeah, yeah. That or you're watching Smurf porn again. No. So, uh, <laughs> goddamn it. Again, <laughs> again. <laughs> and I answered it. No. So like it. It literally is just active the whole time. So even when you're not using it, it's still there. But you don't notice it. It's not like the transitional glasses with. Uh, you know, like you said, when you go outside and the sun's out and it turns into shades, it's not like that. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to check them out because I know when I ordered these off of the website for like eleven bucks, like that was an option, but I was feeling super cheap. I was like, I ain't I ain't adding all this shit. I was an extra twenty five bucks. That's not bad. No, that's what I'm saying. If, if that's what the case, I think it is like twenty five bucks for thirty bucks, get it. It is worth it. You'll get your money's worth with that alone. And that can just be my pair that stays by the computer. I mean, this this is my everyday pair, so. I like that. I, I'll have to look into that for a new pair. I mean, if you guys get eye strain a lot or if you like you get headaches a lot from staring at screens, whether it be your phone or computer, seriously recommend it. 
I do not get headaches from staring at screens. I didn't get headaches, but I get eye strain really bad. Don't that doesn't happen to me either. I do get headaches. You know who doesn't get headaches? The people listening on audio because they don't have to look at our ugly mugs. Uh Everyone, we're doing 2017 Q2 today. We've also got a speed cap. Jake is doing Mass Effect Andromeda, a game he is very excited to speed cap. <laughs> but before we get into that, we forgot to write down our games, but let's talk I... about what we've been playing, gentlemen. Josh, what do you got on there? What do you got on your docket? Uh, so I think it's spoilers ahead of time. So if you don't want to spoil it for Callisto Protocol, then now's your moment. I'm pretty sure I'm at the final boss fight. Uh, is it? Is it like the guy that like dot like the prison guard that you kill in the first yes. level and then he yes. like comes back towards the end? And you're like, I guess he's the big bad guy. <laughs> that's my assumption. That he's the final boss. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, it's a bull. That boss fight's kind of bullshit, isn't it? I'm not gonna lie. It it's pissing me off. I've literally gotten like so far into it so many times and then died, whether it be from the little exploder guys. Or him just shooting out five uh, snot rockets at me. So if I if I'm remembering, I think shooting those like as soon as those little guys pop out, shooting them, so they're not it, so they're a non-issue. I also think they give health, or they give the, they give. Something. Are you talking about the exploder guys? Yeah, the little exploder guys. Yeah, so I just pick them up and throw them at him because it does damage to him. You know, I hadn't. I don't even think I considered that. that's a good idea. That's what I did for the the two-headed guys, too, when they came out at one point. I literally would just grab them and throw them at them. Now that you fought the fucking two-headed guys, those guys fucking suck. They're annoying, especially the fact that you get there, every time you fought them, there basically was environmental kills around you, and you can't do anything to them to get them into it. I just think they're very... They're, the, the, rule of, the rule of fighting them and beating them and not being touched by them just kind of breaks the loop of the game. Because everyone else, like, you can take a few punches. They get a punch in on you, you're fucking you're dead. dead. Well, not only that, but I felt like I couldn't use my melee until they were on their knees. Right. It's, I felt like, I was like, those moments where I'm like, oh, I can, like, my first time I fought him, I was like, okay, I can run up to him as soon as I dodge, I can punch him at least once or twice. Nope, I learned really quick you can't. So I, I bled my ammo on them. It, not realizing it's, it it's super fuck yeah it's super fucking weird in a game where the main focus is the melee that it's like nope you can't melee them until they're stunned nope yeah it was it was one of those like it was really like okay well it's almost impossible to fight them especially the uh the first time you fought them on the is the mine the, is that the, yeah the, the train, train yeah thing. did you throw every other enemy off yeah. Okay. I either threw him off or I threw him at the, the fan in the back. I, I was like, I, I don't need extra ammo. They gave you four crates. I think I gave you the advice to like keep upgrading your throw you did. just because I knew that part was coming up. Yeah. And literally at that point I was fully upgraded and I'm like, oh, this is easy. That part was I think they end up like they throw like 16 dudes at you before the big guy comes. Oh yeah. I mean that's why there's four crates around. And they they're at least nice enough to give you a checkpoint after the big guy gets there. Yeah, he's still complete bullshit. Still utter complete bullshit. But I'm glad like you that, got through it. You're almost there. Yeah, like literally, they were the worst. But I think this final boss right now is just more of a pain in the ass because there's so much going on. So that's where I'm at. I'm hoping I'll have it beat and then go back and do it on the uh, uh, the max lockdown difficulty where their enemies reduce drops and stuff like that. Josh, you don't have to do that to yourself. Uh, I'm at 100% this bitch, so... Josh, you don't have to plat Callisto Protocol. I want to. 
Josh, Josh, I want to so I can go back to Dead Space and 100% that, okay? Josh, I'm going to read you a fact. No one has platinum Callisto Protocol free will. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm going to do it free will. They were were mind-controlled by some alien species that was like, oh, you're going to platinum this. So just well, I, I'm going to, because then after I'm platinuming those two, well, while I'm platinuming those two, I'll be platinuming my retro achievements for uh, Sorcerer's Kingdom, which I haven't touched since we last talked. See, you could just be playing that instead of trying to plat Callista Protocol. Yeah, that but, sucks. But I'm going to do it anyway. It looks, it looks good, though. I will say Callista Protocol, like... It, it looks really it's a beautifully good. made game, it, it, it and just, the story is is pretty decent for the most part. Like the the big twist, I kind of figured. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, oh, like this is still pretty interesting. Now I'm like, I'm hooked. Like I, I, I assume they're setting up a sequel. That's my guess. I I'm just upset they didn't go any further with his survivor's guilt. I forget the main character's name, but like he, the survivor's guilt is there without with you throughout the game and you don't really get anything to close that out no i don't well it feels like it's if they did close it it's closed out in the dream sequence if they do a sequel or in a dream sequence the memory sequence if they do a sequel i hope that's a thread that they'll kind of like weave in and finish out yeah it's it's really good especially when you know i'm not expecting there i mean i know there's some survival guilt there but you don't expect it immediately yeah, because it just it kind of like the first time he pops out, and we're we're t- we're talking vague for spoilers on this part, but the first time he pops out, it's just a jump scare in your prison cell. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know, that was just that was just them fucking with us. But then it keeps happening. You're like, oh, oh, th- there might be something to this, but there isn't. <laughs> no, there's a there's a lot of unanswered questions right now that I have, but I'm sure once I beat the game, some of it gets answered. So. I let you figure that out after that terrible boss fight. Yeah. Anything else you're playing, or is it all platinuming Callisto right now? Callisto has got my my uh, bread and butter. So. Okay. All right. Well, hey. Next time you'll have all the answers you demand, Josh. Next time we and record, we'll, and we'll spend thirty minutes talking about it. No, we won't. <laughs> Jake, what are you playing, doing, watching, whatever? What are you doing? So. Rahal TFT, you know, your typical grind. Uh, they announced set 8.5, which is in PBE, started today. Actually, I think it started last night. So you get to test the, the new set before it comes out on the 22nd. Um, and then I got the Xbox Game Pass for a dollar. Oh. And played Sea of Thieves with a couple of friends, which was actually really fun. Oh, really? God damn it, Jake. Look what you've done. Um, Look it's fun. See, this is fun, but it's, it's it's fun, but it's boring by yourself and impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, playing with a couple of other Brawlhalla players, but uh, PvP is tough for sure. If you, especially if you're new to the game, you have no idea what you're doing. Um, at first, the first day that we played, we just played just uh, the game, you know without P- pvp and it was uh fun and kind of like exciting to figure out like what goes on in the game so like we got taken out by like this giant shark thing um was it, after, it was something it was a giant fish that just wouldn't leave us alone we, tr- we kept on trying to get rid of it but no you know no dice 
Um, but it was it was very fun. I played that. I played a little bit of Ark, trolling people. Oh God, <laughs> Jake, we Jake, the, the comments just slowed down. Calling you a terrible know, person. I know, I know, but it was fun, trolling people some more. I played a little bit of Rust, trolling you, more people. Do you have any specific troll stories you'd like to share with us while you have the floor? No, not really. It was <laughs> it was it was not really anything exciting compared to the 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 wyvern that i killed last time oh see now he's correcting himself <laughs> yeah he got he got called out enough for calling it the, a dragon. well cool i so i knew it was a wyvern but i called it a dragon because i feel like people can see what a dragon is not and not a lot of people know what a wyvern is dragon has four legs wyvern has two yeah but not I, many i didn't uh, know that either i knew that because of my years of playing Yu-Gi-Oh, playing disaster dragon Disaster Dragon. Fun deck. Terrible deck, but fun deck. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me go through the list here. I jumped back into Marvel Snap again. Uh, new season started. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday, so new season started. I want to say it was Tuesday. Um, it's uh, the new the new card being introduced in the meta is nimrod i think he's like an x-man or an x-man bad guy i can't be too sure uh his effect is if he's destroyed uh he's two other copies of him are placed at the other locations pairs great with like your carnage and your deadlock and your uh, venom and i've been playing a de destruction deck anyway so that's been a lot of fun it's getting pretty good getting pretty good at marvel snap uh other than that uh my review for Dead Cells, uh, Return to Castlevania went up um, recently over on Game Chronicles. Uh, I hadn't played Dead Cells before this DLC. It was one of those games that just kind of sat in my library waiting to be played. And it was always daunting because it feels like one of those games where you kind of have to have a wiki up to like, oh, do I want this weapon? Do I want this weapon? Do I want this path? Do I take that path? But, you know, as I, I loved Hades, so... It should have been, it should have been a no-brainer that I would have loved Dead Cells. Uh, the DLC just adds a few biomes that are Castlevania-based, and Dead Cells. A lot of its inspiration comes from Castlevania, so the it makes sense that the two would be married in this DLC. Uh, it's nine ninety nine, which is their most expensive one, uh, but then when you look at it, it's the first time they're making a deal with a developer slash publisher in Konami. Uh, it's not like anything like with an indie like the indie studios they've been doing. So it makes sense that's a little more. Uh, the package is about the same size as those $4.99 DLCs that they did, though, so that's kind of disappointing. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. I finished that up. Uh, I'm reviewing two early access games. Uh, I mentioned Inkula Anadi last week, and I played a little bit more of it. And this is the turn-based strategy game where you're drawing uh, you're drawing your fighters, and they're like different animals, like dogs, foxes, uh, little hands with tails, uh, little gremlins, little bear heads. And uh, the game is the game looks very pretty. All everything's drawn like you see an actual hand like pop out and draw it. Mm. It has the different abilities where like you can wipe a damaged thing and heal it. You can poke an enemy and damage it. Uh, you can move with your hand in between turns. Uh, the game is, it's very pretty, but it's just so imbalanced. Uh, when you hop into a match, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of order 
to things like you know how like you hop into like an XCOM or you're like everyone's okay we're starting here we don't know where the enemy's at but we're gonna we're gonna go and separate this is a this is a this is a side scroll like this isn't like a big isometric 3d world this is 2d you're moving along this flat plane um it's worms basically worms yeah worm yeah thank you i was trying to think of a cop and i couldn't think of worms josh you're smart and it's just so frustrating because the game feels so imbalanced like there's a donkey who can fart and basically uh stun like two rows worth of enemies there's a bear head that can float around the map and doesn't have to like doesn't play by the rules with like using ladders to go up and down and excuse me and it's just and when you destroy that bear it explodes and covers five tiles and these worlds are these these little maps are small so like if you're a person if you're like main character so like pretend it's a Yu-Gi-Oh duel you know how you have like your monsters that are fighting and if you have no monsters there's your duelist being attacked your duelist is going to take damage from that bear exploding with the five thing with the five uh blocks uh it's just very imbalanced, which is really disappointing because I really wanted to like it. It's still in early access, so they've got time to fix it. It's just, it was one of, ugh, like, I would go into the most simple-looking fights, but all right, I got this. And then I would overlook, like, oh, hey, this guy moved here. This other guy moved over to my drawing guy, and he pushed him off the ledge. And then it's funny because when stuff gets pushed off the ledge, you hear them screaming <laughs> as they fall Jeez. to their death. <laughs> But I'd be like, no, this fucking bullshit. And you get three three lives, and if you fail, you have to start the whole thing over. You're basically going through this overworld map like, okay, go to this fight. I can win extra stuff, get extra characters, get extra money, get extra starting ink, which you use the ink to draw stuff. Uh, there's a cool element to it where like, you the cost of a character goes up if you draw it a lot because your character gets bored drawing it, so it takes a little more ink for him to draw it. I think that's cool. Uh, there are ways to get that back down. Um, but, yes, oh, hopefully they find a way to fix it. But early access reviews probably not going to be the prettiest thing about the uh, – er, my early access reviews probably not going to be too pretty on it. Uh, other game I'm playing right now is uh, We Who Are About to Die. This is another early access game. This is a uh, – this is also a roguelite. You are a gladiator. Uh, you are, you are basically you're basically one of the arenas that runs a gladiator, and you have these backstories. And you pick this gladiator. You're like making gold. You're making fame, and you're doing fights. You're earning the favors of like the rich people in town. And if you die, you start over with a new gladiator who has new perks. And you're buying them weapons. You're recover. You're recovering health between. Like you're managing your money, managing your fame trying to better your arsenal, trying to um, get more information about a fight before you go into it. One time I didn't get the information about a fight and it was labeled as a 1v1. I went in and it was a free-for-all. Uh, really, I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's no controller support right now, which I'm not a big fan of playing on a mouse and keyboard because you're basically, you click, you swing, and your weapon swings the other way, or you click, pull back, and you poke with the weapon. Uh, it's... If you guys have ever played Human Fall Flat, it's basically it's basically Spartan or <laughs> it's basically yeah basically Spartan Human Fall Flat or Gladiator Human Fall Flat because it's just it gets crazy like there was a free for all fight that I was in and I was fighting a guy one on one and there was a fight going on behind me 
and one of them threw a barrel and i dodged back as the barrel came and it exploded on the guy i was fighting and killed him and then i swung my sword back at the guy who threw it and decapitated him and it was the craziest. I was like, this game is so fun. I'm having so much fun with this. It's tough. I haven't gotten I haven't gotten crazy far in it. But I'm having way more fun with it than I thought I would have in Inkluinati. Like complete shift of the two the, the one over the other I thought I'd be enjoying. Uh other than that, I think I think that's it. Let me let me look at my Steam recent, but I think that's it. Uh, I need to go back and play some more Chained Echoes, but otherwise, that's all I got, boys. It's been a fun week. And I'm apparently the only one in this uh, group of people who's been watching The Last of Us. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, spoiler alert, Nick. <laughs> they are games, and we know what happens. And we actually know what the next season will be about, so... Don't spoil... Well, actually, it's funny you mention that, because they're doing a lot to build up to that season. Yeah. And I didn't realize Bella Ramsey was 19. Because my, my ass, like, when the season started, I was like, man, they're going to have to wait for her to age up. They're going to do a lot of shit in between. But I don't... Uh, we might, like... I think the way season two will go is they'll do that space. Did you... You played two, right, Josh? I played a little bit of two, but I know what happens either way. Do you remember when there's the flashback to her and Joe going to space? Yep. Going to space. For those who can't see my air quotes, I think there'll be a few episodes with like slice of life stuff like that. And then the shit that happens will happen. Uh, speaking of shows, new shows, I saw The Mandalorian. The newest episode had a, a little Game of Thrones issue with him. With the, uh, the, the light, there's no light in the uh, episode. Oh, I thought you were going to say there was like a Starbucks cup like in the background somewhere. No, no, no. There's just a, a little light issue in the scene. Just too too dark. Too dark. They're in those blue rooms, man. They have no way of... No, no, I don't. <laughs> There's no excuse for any of that. Hey, you know, you'd you think Disney would have their shit together, but uh, apparently not. Uh, they just canned a bunch of Star Wars movies and said, Taika Waititi, go ahead, man. You keep yours. I mean, I, the whole Kim Feige being shot down, I'm like, really? Uh, maybe they, uh, my thought on that is maybe they're just like, eh, you know, Marvel's kind of, it's not fumbling the bag because we're still making Buku Dolores. But, you know, people are kind of getting pissy, so maybe focus on this and maybe we'll give you your Star Wars back when you get things in line. And then Patty That's Jenkins, true. they're just like, Patty, did you see Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, give us that Star Wars back. Well, I mean, in her defense, 1984 did come through the height of uh, COVID, so... Man, 1984, that came out, what, December 2020? Yeah, uh, I think it was December 2020. December, November, Something like that. Somewhere in there. It came out on HBO Max. I remember I was in D.C. when they were filming it because I, I walked... Um, uh, over to the Lincoln Memorial and they had a bunch of stuff set up because they were going to be filming later that day or they had filmed earlier that day. And uh, I was like, oh man, this is cool because I remember like the first Wonder Woman, I, I enjoyed it. I think general public really liked it. I think the general consensus is that first movie is pretty good. And then just for that movie to come out, like even like, yeah, it came out December 2020, but I mean, it was ready to go. It was ready to go 
it probably just, I think it just got pushed back because you know theaters were closing. Like, oh, we gotta we gotta look at where we're gonna shift. Oh yeah, this. It technically didn't come out in theaters. It came straight to HBO. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like it was probably planned to. I think it was planned to come out summer of 2020. So it was it was basically ready to go. They were probably just editing it and making the different cuts that they wanted. And then COVID hit, and they're like, "Shit, okay, well, we've got a little more time to do the edits and all this shit." And then that's what happened. Whereas, like, I feel like movies that came out 2021, 2022 were a little more affected than Wonder Woman 1984. Not saying they weren't affected. I just think they weren't as affected as those movies that came out later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm. But I digress. Are you boys ready to get into 2017 Q2? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Q2. All right, let's do it. All right, first up, April 25th. Outlast 2, for those who remember, Outlast 1 was a first-person survival horror. Uh, I want to say it kind of kind of fueled uh, the Twitch horror streaming um, popularity. Wouldn't you guys agree? The first one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then by the time this one came out, I think, you know, there are a bunch of other, like, better options out there. This... Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's, I mean, I think at this point we had seen a Blair Witch uh, indie game come out that was similar. Uh, Slender Man finally came into the group uh, officially. I mean, there was just, there's a lot more options. And not that this was a bad one. I just think this got overlooked because the market was oversaturated. Yeah. Everyone saw that first one and, everyone's like okay first person is the way to go and so then at this like when this came out my thought was like oh this is kind of like all those vhs movies they were doing like vhs vhs 2 i think they did like a vhs 1984 or something like that just yeah they're like it's scary it's it's very niche very very niche no there's only a few i would say even after this even to now there's only a few games out there that just have some somewhat of a similar atmosphere that did really well. I think the most recent one being the Morticiary's assistant. Yeah, yeah. I think that mm-hmm. one that was one that kind of changed it up a little bit because you were in one location for I think mm-hmm. all of the game, right? Yeah, it's literally the whole game and there's five different endings. And you you're you don't have any weapons, but you aren't completely defenseless. I oh shit, that guy fucking scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got those eyeballs too. I don't like. What is he a cat? Uh, this second one, uh, it's a little. Oh shit, there's another set of eyeballs. Stop, just stop. Um, th- there's a cult. You're in the woods. I think you're an investigative journalist. That's why you're carrying a camera. You're I, the uh, the cameraman. Uh, yeah, you're his the big character's wife is the investigative journalist. Isn't that crazy? Like the husband's always the cameraman. Hey, as it should be. Okay. No, no. I'm, I, I think that's, <laughs> I, is, is the husband cameraman a trope? Probably. Yeah. I, I feel like it. I feel like it's, I'm going to look it up because I feel like, I feel like this is not the first instant instance. Like there, there are some out there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do some digging on the cameraman husband trope. Well, I'm, I'm going to do you one better. And I'm going to ask you is this just based on what we're seeing now footage wise, what do you think was scarier at this point? Resident Evil 7's uh, trailer, you know, the, you know the, the, the demo they had that was set before the actual game or this? I think seven, because if the tr- if the demo is the same thing 
that I remember as the beginning of the game. Okay, that was a poster. Fuck this fucking game. Uh, but seven, that opening with like the videotape you get, and then the guy goes in the basement. I think yeah. that's, yeah, that was pretty scary. The demo is just basically following that tape. Okay, yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. This fuck, But this fucking little clip we got here, Josh, good job on picking shit that was going to scare me, you asshole. Hey, it was not intentional. I just picked who uh, either had no commentary or didn't have a super annoying voice as I was listening, trying to figure out if this is going to be the video or not. We mute them anyway, baby. We mute them anyway. Like, you mute them, but I have to sit here and watch it to make sure it's <laughs> going to be a decent enough video. Josh is sitting there like, oh, your voice is just too many octaves, too loud. I mean, there's a couple of them. I just shake my hand and go, my God, how the how the hell do you have 10,000 views? Hey, YouTube, it's me, Nick Fat Knight. I thought it took 30 seconds for the view counter to go up. What the hell? I was, you know, for my Nick Fat Knight videos from now on, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to have a YouTube voice. But, you know, what? even though I think this is a middling game in the series, it was still popular enough for them to, oh, look how close you can get on those words. It was still popular enough for them to be getting a sequel here soon. Yeah, so with this game, like, you know, everyone was hyped with the first one. The first one was great. And then when they hear, oh, there's the second one, everyone's like, oh, you know, I have to play it because I started out my YouTube channel playing Outlast 1. Maybe I'll get the same amount of viewers for this one. And this game was kind of just was a little disappointing. A lot of people wanted either like, you know, like an actual sequel and not like something that uh doesn't make sense <laughs> guys did yeah, we pick it's... this game to welcome my daughter into the world all these baby pictures oh nick oh honey no <laughs> oh no 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 nick no you uh yeah i i know it goes into some dark places um i uh, i do want to i do yeah. think i think by this point Twitch was more than just people watching people play horror games. I feel like the rest of the rest of the games out there started to catch up with like people growing off of horror games. And anyone who had gotten big off of the first Outlast, like I'm sure you guys could name a few people, there weren't going to be anyone that emulated them because people were just going to go, "Oh, hey, I'm sure." Did Markiplier get big off the first Outlast? I'm. I mean, I mean, he's probably technically bigger before that, but that helped his viewership. Same thing with PewDiePie and. Um Honestly, just about every other big streamer out there that was around this time. Uh, mm. And my my thought is, Twitch wasn't the biggest thing when the first one came out, but people grew off of that. And so by the time this one came out, it had already run its course, and people well, were I mean, already deciding point, like, "Oh shit, Outlast one I watched with this guy, I'm gonna watch with the same guy." Like it didn't really have any room for anyone new to grow. And I think at this point, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Mixer was still a thing. Mixer, yeah, I don't was. Think Mixer I think was out. I think was they it folded this in 20, 2018. I think it was 2018. Okay, so so Mixer is still a thing. YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming. And so everybody was trying to get into that, dip into the Twitch uh, aspect of stuff and take away from them. I'm honestly surprised Microsoft did not stick around longer with Mixer. Like, if, if Mixer was, like, owned by Google, I would have been like, oh, yeah, they were going to fold that shit. But Mixer, or Microsoft folding it as early as they did, I was like, oh, wow, really? I thought you guys did good enough job of, like, grabbing some people and pulling them away from Twitch. Yeah, it's also shocking. I don't know if it was just because it was a confusing time or people just preferred uh, Twitch, which, obviously, nowadays, people don't really like Twitch. Yeah, they're going to kick. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, kick's a new... I, I don't know what kick is. Yeah, it's just people are moving the kick or even like Facebook or YouTube. Like people are getting deals out of them. Like everyone's just moving away from Twitch and, you know, just, just business, man. It seems like the payouts from YouTube are a little... Old. Not, not much better, but a little better. And you don't have to sign exclusivity with the, the affiliate. Like, like with the affiliate with Twitch. So I'm sure that's also a plus for people. Uh, but hey, here's hoping Outlast 3 fucking outlast the rest of us, right? Ha 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 ha. Huge did there. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, two hey, games in one. Hey, same day, April 25th. What remains of Edith Finch? This is a first-person narrative game. I don't believe this is... It's got its scary elements. I don't think it's scary, though. I, when I think of this game, I think of Gone Home. Uh, well, here, I'm going to click ahead. Um, yeah, I mean... I think of like a, it's a, it's a fantastical gone home with magical realism would, would be the way I describe it. I picked this game out though. I, I don't think any of us have played it on this show, right? Or heard uh, of it. I, I've played a little bit of it. I never. So this has been, on, this has been on my list to play just because I hear so many things about the story. Uh, I picked it out because this was the first game published by Annapurna. Uh, for those who don't know, Annapurna is a publisher, uh, Founded in 2016, uh, they are a division of Annapurna Pictures. Uh, they have other games like Donut County, uh, Gone... Oh, wow, they published Gone Home. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, published Outer Wilds, uh, Sinor, uh Wild Hearts, Kentucky Route Zero. Just these narrative-heavy games. Uh, the Pathless is a game I reviewed for Video Game Chronicles, which is a lot of fun. Uh, the Artful Escape, Solar Ash from the team that did Hyperlight Drifter. So just these different, like, beautiful games, uh, narrative-heavy games. Uh, they always attach, like, triple-A talent to voice. Uh, there was that, what was that, 12 Minutes that, ah, who was in that? Uh, I think Daisy Ridley was in that and a few other actors. So it was just crazy. I knew this was, like, one of their early games. I didn't realize this was, like, the first game they published. And uh, I think they're... If they're not, I think they're right on the same level as Devolver. So, you know, you think mm. of like your powerhouse publishers, like your, uh, uh, you know, you got your Microsofts, your Sony, your Nintendos, but then you have, but I think you have the tier below that, like the Capcoms, the Ubisofts, and then right underneath them. Uh, yeah, they publish some games. They're more, they develop, but they, they publish some. Uh, but on the publishing side, I think Devolver and Annapurna are like on the same. I'm touching fingers <laughs> on the same level. Uh, and I know we'll have a few more. Yes, stop. Don't shake your hands at my fingers I, touching. Shake our hands? We're shaking our heads. Don't shake your head at me touching my fingers. Uh, but yeah, like I said, first-person narrative story. Uh, you basically go through this girl's family history and see how each of her family members died and relive that. Um, yeah, that's the game. It's a very... It's a very great game but it's also very sad actually well yeah you're experiencing all these people's deaths <laughs> it's really fucked right. up right it's really yeah it's but it's good it's i mean i enjoy what i played of it i think i got like two two family members in Josh, <laughs> i got two family members in everybody and then i had to cut it out i had to cut it i don't want to spoil anything that maybe that'll be something we stream all stream together and watch uh let's see up next may 5th prey uh, this was uh, this is an arcane joint. 
This is a first-person shooter. Uh, it's not a sequel to The Prey that came out in the early 360 days. Uh, it is, I would say, the spiritual successor, right? Yeah, under the same name. So this is a, an open-world space station. You're fighting aliens. I forget what the aliens are called, but they all have these powers. You can suck their powers out. One of them allows Ooh. you to turn into objects like a cup. <laughs> I never actually played this one. I remember playing the the older one, and it kind of just reminded me of like your generic like, oh, I have to kill aliens kind of game. Like the thing I, I liked about the original Prey was like the tracks. Like you would get on the tracks and like be on the walls and the ceiling and everything. And like if you killed an alien that was on a track, it would. For some reason, I guess the, the track would be like, oh, shit, that thing doesn't have a heartbeat. Drop it. And the thing would just, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. This one, this one I think was going for a little more, not hard sci-fi, but kind of just like mysterious, like, hey, you're on the space station. Uh, this isn't like doom, but it's slower paced. Like, okay, you can make your way through all these different areas in different ways. You can take on take them on in different orders. Uh, See, I, I took it as like a, a Bioshock meets uh, space, really. I mean, that's that's the feeling it gives off to me, at least. I could see that. I could see that. And it, it does have a spooky vibe. I don't know if you know, but this is a spooky. This seems to be a spooky episode. Uh, it's not as spooky as Outlast, but yeah, there are some there are some moments that like make, might get you, but it's not like aren't the aliens oh, what's like gonna happen? aren't they like inky boys? Well, it's just—it's basically fighting venoms. It's—it's it's Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Uh, for those who don't know, this game is on Game Pass, so Jake can now play this game for one—the one dollar that he spent to get the service. Not, not, not playing it. Um, It's—I mean—it's a decently good game to probably put, probably play at least once. I don't know about twice. Uh, the ending, of course, too, is pretty good. I think it has two different endings. I think I, I saw that it was three actually. Three. Who knows how different they are. I know two of the endings for sure. But if it's, if it's just like Mass Effect, see, there's this whole theory going, no, I won't do that to you, Josh. <laughs> hey, that indoctrination theory, I'm telling you. Look, the if indoctrination you theory that, makes If you haven't pray. read it or watched it, no, I haven't. do it. Maybe, do it. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll give you a whole episode to talk about the indoctrination theory. I could give you charts on days. I mean, we'll give you an hour-long uh, tea time. Anything yeah. else on Prey, gentlemen? I uh, know, but I hope you like Venn diagrams. There'll be lots of those as well. Uh, this will be on the test. Uh, up next, uh, because we didn't learn our lesson from all the other uh, 1v7, 1v4 games, May 26th, Friday the 13th, the game. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, not Michael Myers. Guys, this is Jason Voorhees killing teenagers in the woods. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, so... I remember, so I don't remember who developed this, but I know Adam Sessler was involved in, X plays Adam Sessler was involved in this game development in some component. Uh, the one player played as Jason Voorhees, the other players played as stupid teenagers trying to survive at this camp where they know these murders are going on. Uh, the game does not look great. <laughs> so the game had a rough start. It was stupid buggy just it was just stupid buggy unplayable basins unstoppable yeah it, it was just a, a mess oh i remember i remember like seeing videos of like jason like teleporting across the map like willy-nilly like i heard they they nerfed that down to where he couldn't do it like as much as he was but oh he, yeah and there's points where you could literally go to the water and just teleport across the map 
But see, I kind of like him being unstoppable because that's kind of the point. Well, so they eventually started to fix that. Like, so I think at first, and Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, the true only way to beat him was to run away in the car because it was impossible to do the other tasks, which were you could basically all gang up on him and beat him down, which was impossible. You could uh, find his mother's head. And I think the last one that at least that I can remember was um, I can't remember which one it is. One of the Friday the 13th movies, one of the main characters comes back with like a shotgun, basically, and kills him. I think you could somehow call the police and he would be like one of the dead characters would turn into him. And then basically you have a gun in the map. So my thing is, I never played this, but I do have a question. You start the game. Are you doing teenager stuff? Are you like smoking weed by the fire? Are you like, oh shit, Jason? No, I mean coming. literally yeah. as soon as the game starts, it's holy shit, it's Jason Voorhees, and you run for your life. Mm, see, that yeah. kind of that kind of takes me out of it. I feel like you should be, I feel like you should be doing something as the as the teenager character that is either going to give you a buff or a nerve. So like, let's say, let's say you're a teenager smoking pot. Your your goofy ass is kind of going to be running all wobbly. Or if you were like one of the teenagers like having sex. Like that extra adrenaline is gonna like help you as you're running. Give give you a stamina boost or something. I just it's weird to me thinking that like okay here are these is it seven v one, eight v one I think eight v one. It's just weird that it starts out like that because I don't know I I, I kind of want a part of the game where like there's this time of peace. So that's called when you're watching your buddy get destroyed with the <laughs> hundred plus different animations of the different Jasons throughout the years murdering them with the ultimate kill. I mean, literally, there is like 12 unique kills for each Jason. And then you've got each weapon has its own set of unique ways to kill them. I mean, like literally, if this Jason wanted to, he could literally walk in there if she had like a, a broom or something grab her, take the broom and shove it through her abdomen and then let her bleed out to die. Let's see what he's got yeah. to do here, actually. Oh, Jesus. The, yeah, we're going to get the axe to the gut. She's dead. And to the we, neck. We got to censor that. One hit, one. I mean, it's, it's playing pretty dark on the video. One hit, yeah. one kill. Uh, well, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it definitely does not play like uh, Dead by Daylight where, you know, you, it takes a couple hits to knock you down and can heal yourself. No, it's... If he grabs you, you're basically dead. That's why it's like the the old saying is you don't have to outrun the, the bear. You just have to outrun your friend. Literally, that's the case for this. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun. So you the friend like, is there any element where you need to work together? Like, not really. I mean, <laughs> so like I said, there's different tasks, different ways to get out by calling the police, getting the car, finding Jason's mother's head and stuff like that. Like, so there is to some extent, like. This is your typical, like, okay, we've got to find a car battery and a car tire and some gas into the car so we can get out of here. So you've got that, but really, no, it's survival. Like, do what you can. If you want to work with a friend, great. Try your best. You're probably going to die. Didn't this this spun off? So there was, like, a Predator game. There, what, there was there... a... I'm not sure if there was a Predator game, but I know there was a Rake. There was a Rake game. A Rake no, there was a Predator one. It just wasn't as big. No, and it looked just as bad as this one. Yes. But Very the muddy. good news is, Nick, you don't have to be tortured by this because as of uh, 2020, 
Uh, it was basically and sort of due to licensing issues with the co uh, creator. So they took they basically took it off. Uh, so like they're kind of still supporting it and maintaining the game to make sure it stays alive. But there's no server. The only way you can play it now is peer to peer. And you so, probably can't buy it anymore, right? I think uh, you can still buy it. I think you I can still buy it, but you just can't. There's no on like the only online capabilities that you have is if you find people in peer to peer who are playing it. So you might have to go to like Reddit or something to find them. Yeah, you can still buy it. It's 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Um, another thing that was an issue with this game is that people wanted Jason to be on Dead by Daylight. But since this game came out, he wasn't that, going to. Yeah, that wasn't an option anymore. <laughs> Is he on Dead by Daylight now, though? No. no. Okay. He probably no. won't ever either because of it. Well, on Friday the 13th, uh, the the rights on the movie side are kind of murky anyway. That's why we only got that remake, in, that movie remake in 2010, and we haven't had anything since because ownership is kind of just hot and steamy, and I think something finally got settled in court, so maybe we'll start seeing some hot, hot Jason stuff, but... Until then, we just have to worry about Ghostface going to New York and not Jason taking Manhattan anymore. I'm honestly, I can lie. I'm kind of interested to see what's going on in Scream Six, but I'm not. It's not like, oh, I want to go see it in theaters. I just want to walk, look it up on the Wikipedia, and go, okay, that's the story. That's what's going on. You know what I was doing right before the show? I was reading the Wikipedia to see if anyone put spoilers up yet. They haven't yet. <laughs> I I did see. Uh, so I watched Dead Meat. I don't know if you guys watched the Dead Meat. On the I've YouTube. seen a couple of them. Yeah, I've seen a couple of his videos. And I, I follow him on Twitter, and he's like, "Fuck! I was reading comments on one of my videos, and someone spoiled Scream Six. What the fuck?" <laughs> and this was like three weeks ago, so I'm sure we could find the spoilers, Josh, if we really. Oh, wanted. I'm sure we could. I just, I'm, I'm being patient and waiting, but I'm like curious now because I know it comes out Friday, and I'm like, I kind of just want to know what's going on because the, the trailer makes it seem like it's going to be kind of interesting. The fact that he's basically just. Non-saw. I don't give a fuck who's around. I'm gonna murder your ass either way. And he's got a fucking shotgun. He's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, he takes a fuck. He he he. Mur- so first off, how the fuck do you dodge a shotgun? I want to know that. You don't. You don't. All right. So actually, here's the sequel. Here's the spoiler alert for it. All right, you ready? You ready for this? Chandler and Monica break up. That that's friends. Is that why Jenna Ortega is in the movie? Yes. That makes sense. They're her that parents. <laughs> uh. We're moving on from the Scream spoilers before we spoil any more Scream for anybody. Uh, it was Stu. It was Stu the whole time. No, now now if that's actually what happens, people will be like, holy so, fucking shit. So that's actually, going back to theories, there's a theory going around that Stu is still alive. Stu had a TV dropped on his fucking, anyone who keeps, that's, Stu, Stu being saying. alive is right up there with a Sith Jar Jar. I'm sorry. Hey, I mean, to some extent, it was not wrong. No, it's just wishful thinking. Finishing up 2017 Q2, June 2nd, Tekken 7 came out. Uh, this was the last Tekken gentleman, right? Well, uh, well minus the eight. new one coming out. Oh, eight, yeah, 8 was eight announced. Coming out, yeah. But yes. You know what? I actually played a little bit of this back, in, back when it came out. Oddly enough, I own it on xbox and then i bought it when it was on sale on steam i don't even know how i fucking played it either i just remember playing it never played it i i think i remember playing a little bit of six but i don't think i ever touched seven it just it feels so tight and i don't know like yeah tight like 
Stop. Stop doing that every time I say tight. Stop. It feels good. Is this the one they introduced? um, What's his name? Leroy. You're really narrowing Uh, it down for us there. Okay, no. So like the the evil guy from uh, Street Fighter. Oh, no. Well, he's not really introduced. He's been in it for a while. Akuma. Yes, Akuma was an issue in this game. Uh, there has been a lot of like issues competitively in this game with Akuma, uh, Leroy, Jenkins. Um, no, no, there was a blind like fighter in the game named Leroy, and he was just so broken that like there was like a a Tekken tournament where I think eight out of the ten, eight out of the top ten players were playing Leroy. So they had to ban him, I'm sure. I don't think they banned them, but like they they just couldn't they couldn't figure him out. They didn't know what to do with him. Like what made him what made like what made him really good or what made him exploitative? Probably his combos if I had to guess. Yeah, his com- like he had like unlimited combos. Like there was moments where like you couldn't do anything. Like if I you remember got, if you got caught in it. Yeah, if you got yeah. caught in it, you were not gonna get out of it. Because I remember I remember Tekken four playing as Eddie Guerrero and just spin, like doing the handstand and spinning and just keeping people in that loop. Not that that was a sexy combo, but I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, stop, stop spinning me, Eddie. So I imagine it's something like that. Yeah, it's pretty much that, but probably more uh, advanced. Another thing about this game that I liked was its uh, diverse character uh, lineup. I mean, like they added uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy 15 on here, but she was really fun to play. And then they added Negan. From Walking Dead. Wait a minute. Wait, time out. Is is Tekken doing a Mortal Kombat and just adding like random licensed characters? Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get that and we'll get more information. I don't know if they've actually talked about their full roster yet for Tekken 8, but I'm sure we're going to get it for that. I feel like right now, this year is going to be like great for fighting games because I mean, like, Tekken 8 was announced, yes. Uh, Street Fighter 6 comes out soon. Dude, 6 looks so good. The new Dragon Ball Z. Budokai Tenkaichi, yeah. I'm for that. I see Dragon Ball Z news everywhere right now. Like Everyone's playing the old Dragon Ball Zs. And what? Oh, Mortal Kombat 12 12, just got announced. I don't know know if that's making this year, though, right? It's going to be next year, if I had to guess. But, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Really it's like it's it's like a good year for fighting games. Didn't a new Guilty Gear just get put out too? I believe so. Yeah, not uh, Guilty Sh- Gear. Um, Strive. Uh, Strive. Yeah, Strive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strive. No, that was that came out like I think a year or two ago. Okay, but still like a really good like really good time to be getting into fighting games. Yeah, I mean, come on, Nintendo. What are you gonna do about it? Not they gonna do to, anything. They're done. Hey, with Smash. Hey, we they've have, done we their Smash. Lightly. We have to tread lightly, though, guys, with the Street Fighter folk. Why? They're not happy with a couple of the redesigns of their characters. Dude, I saw fucking people fucking horny as hell on the internet over the new Cammy. Yeah, I saw that, too. She was, hold on, time out, time out. She was, like, I watched the video just to see what was going on. <laughs> she does. I like the new if look, you're, though. If you're watching, if you're watching, I'm going to reenact what Cammy does. She does, like, a yoga pose. And people had already drawn like variations oh, of it. Dude, there's rule 34s everywhere. No. Yes, yes it's 
Josh, you just wake up and just like, what's on roll 34 today? <laughs> Josh, well, there's actually, Josh gets the coffee and is like, oh, they, the new Camus came out. <laughs> no, you guys don't understand. My, here's my routine in the morning before I go to work. So when I get up in the morning, kiss the wife, let the dog out, make some coffee, go to the bathroom, sit down, start to shit. And as I'm shitting, I go, let's go to Reddit. And what's the first thing I see in my in my popular feed? Rule 34? Okay. Let's click and see what's popular right now. And when it's flooded with nonstop NFSW shit, that, that ruins my day. That's all it is, is NFS. It's rule 34, yeah, what Josh. Is this rule? Josh, well, the first thing though. you did was hop on Reddit so, while your dick was out. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I like how you're like, it just ruins my day, but you choose to ruin your day. <laughs> It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Josh, who's asking? Josh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to block Reddit. People are horny over the new Nina Williams, too. It's annoying. I'm going to need you to hop off Reddit. I'm going to need you to do some Sudoku in the bathroom from now on. You know what? I'm going to go to 4chan, all right? Oh, God. He, dude, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even do the Wordle of the day. <laughs> Josh, wow. stop doing Wordle to check Wordle 34. Josh, 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 yes. stop yes. drawing the new Cami. No, Capcom is already stop. doing fine enough without the work that you're doing on Rule 34. As soon as they give me that swimsuit DLC, well, I'll stop complaining. Okay? You know I'm not cutting any of this from the episode. <laughs> That's totally fine. I'm not against it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame you, married. Josh. I'm here, I'm here for you. I love you. Uh, I'm here for Rule 34. So. Speaking, speaking of Josh. Uh, Josh, you ready to do some news? Let's do, let's do some news. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. All right. I hope the news is less horny than the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. No, it's very Oh, uh, no. It's all, it's just all, hey, look what I found. Oh, it's all Rule 34 links. No. no. <laughs> I'm not going to click any of these. All right, Josh, go ahead. Uh, I, I, go ahead, Jake. I was say Nick's like I'm not gonna click any of these, and then he's like I might later. <laughs> uh, bookmark, bookmark, bookmark. Oops, just All right, all right, Josh, go ahead. May tenth, Alchemy Labs is acquired by Google. Uh, for those who don't know who Alchemy Labs are, they are the group who do a lot of the more, I guess, more of the mainstream VR stuff. They did like Job Simulator. Uh, they did the. Um, uh, Rick and Morty virtual Rickality games. Uh, them being acquired by Google is kind of scary because Google kind of gets into something and is like, you know what? Nah. So are they still around? I clicked. Yeah. I clicked the link earlier and I saw is and not was. But you know what? I don't. I From what I can know. tell, they're still around. The last thing they did though was uh, March thirty first of twenty twenty two. So maybe they're hard to work on whatever's next i'm hoping so because that i mean those two games are really good i don't know if you've played either one of them they're really great i've seen bits and pieces and i've heard people like praise the hell out of job simulator oh job simulator is just buku bucks of fun it's bananas moving on june 13th to the 15th e3 2017 was held at the los angeles convention center okay let me see if i can guess let me see if i can guess what happened at E3? Uh, I'm going to guess Sony. This is probably their God of War year. This is a big God of War year for them since it would come out the next year. Uh, uh, this is also probably the first time Last of Us 2 got shown like fully. And then um, 
Microsoft. I don't know. Get, go ahead and give me the rest, Josh. <laughs> All right. So I'll start from the, the top. Uh, so EA, they had a couple of their games. They did A Way Out, uh, Need for Speed Payback, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Boo. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the best. Uh, Microsoft Boo. officially unveiled the Xbox One X. Oh, fuck. Um, they also showed um, Crackdown 3, Forza Motorsport 7, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Sea of Thieves, and State of Decay 2. Besides Will of the Wisp, the rest of that is trash. Bethesda talked about the new content. Bethesda. I don't know why I said Bethesda. 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 there. <laughs> they were talking about their uh, new content for Elder Scrolls and the uh, they announced Elder Scrolls Legends. Fun. Oh, Did actually, it, that game was not bad. It wasn't terrible, but still not that good. There wasn't anything about Fallout 76 from them that year, was there? No, this is the year they talked about the new Dishonored, the Evil Within 2, and Wolfenstein 2. Okay. Uh, going a little bit further too. down. Um Ubisoft. Mm. They talked about Assassin's Creed Origins, Far Cry 5, The Crew 2. This is where we got the infamous new trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2. I love that game. I've played it 10 times. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Uh, Nick, you were right with Sony. They did talk about God of War. Uh, There was also Days Gone, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Gran Turismo Sport, Detroit Become Human, the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds, and then we also got Marvel's Spider-Man. Shit, I forgot about that. that was, those are the puddles. The puddles. The puddles. The puddles. Puddle year. And then this is also the year they announced uh, announced the remake for Shadow of the Colossus. I actually have that. I have the copy of that. The game is dope. I hope they remake it again for the PS5. They should just keep doing that. No. No. I'm okay with I'm okay with them redoing that game as like a kind of like a you know how like Microsoft uses Forza as like their graphics beast and I'm sure Sony uses Gran Turismo for the same reason. Just do that with Shadow of the Colossus. No. Are you sure that's what they're doing with Final Fantasy VII, Nick? Mm. Pretty sure. Just throwing it out there. Since we had a trailer for then the, the remake got remade for the PS4 and now the sequel is coming out on the five. Just saying. Moving on from there, uh, Nintendo. They talked about Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, untitled entries for Kirby and Yoshi at the time, uh, Metroid Prime 4. That one hurts. That hurts. And then uh, the new core stuff, uh, new core game for Pokemon. I think this is what they were talking about, their Sword and Shield. Okay. Anybody else? Not really. As far as like big mentions go, there's not too much after that. You get, you know, a couple DLCs for like, like Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, yeah, probably beyond that, there's nothing else really that pops. Oh, there is one. Fallout Four VR. <laughs> <laughs> no, huh. pa- hard pass. And then Destiny Two is the other thing that was. I out hate. There. I hate the Destiny series. You'll, I, you'll never see me play oh, any of those. There, there is one more that I want to just throw out there because it doesn't get enough love. Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. Hey, that's on my to playlist. It's a great game. Highly recommend it. 
Uh, so what I'm hearing is E3 2015 is the reigning king still. Yes. Oh, and this is also the year we got Super Lucky's Tale. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. 2017 takes cake. Oh, oh, it gets even better, Nick. It gets even better. You you have to guess this next one because you don't show up about it half the time. Into the Breach. Nope. Fortnite. Fortnite, baby. Fortnite. Hey, Fortnite is a juggernaut. I think this is the original Fortnite. I think you're right. What's the last time you played Fortnite, Nick? Two days ago. Is that did they announce the next uh, season? Next season, I think starts. The year started today, or it starts tomorrow, uh, as of recording. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna move on. E3 2017 was not the best. Not good. Uh, June 16th, IO Interactive becomes an independent studio from Square Enix, retaining rights to the Hitman franchise. And I am totally cool with that because they could have easily just sold them off and kept Hitman or sold Hitman to someone separately. But no, they left and they kept on doing the Hitman and now they're doing James Bond. And all the Hitman had been fantastic since then. So, And it's really weird how they were just like Hitman 1, 2, 3, and now it's just all one thing. And I I love that for them. And now that I think they're going to put Hitman to rest for a good long time, get this James Bond money. We'll see how that goes. I think I think this James Bond game, and I think who is it? Bethesda is doing an Indiana Jones game. I think if these two games do really well, we'll see a lot more like big movie IP make the jump. I think there's also an Avatar game that's supposed to be coming out, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That first one was really bad, so I don't know how the second one's going to be. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think realistically, it was the last really good IP based video game and i want to say is probably pierre jackson's king kong that one was really good i think that wolverine game was pretty good oh that's right origins i forgot about that the, the game was great the movie was shitty movie was shitty game was great other than that i don't because we don't get too many if there's like a game tie-in it's mobile and it's just like your basic ass bullshit that you don't even want to touch yeah so basically though it's basically ps2 era was the last time we saw any good ips yeah king kong is really good oh my god yeah so fun so yeah good job io interactive we appreciate the hard work yeah keep it up guys lastly but not least june 30th triumph studios the developer of age of wonder series is acquired by paradox interactive they got sucked into the big old fucking uh, Par- Paradox games overwhelm me. I've tried playing Stellaris, and my brain just kind of fucking explodes every time I try. Yeah, I think that's where um, Triumph at least comes in, because their games are a little more... That's simplistic, but it's just not as overwhelming. A little more palatable? I mean, they're, they're the guys who did, like, not only Age of Wonders, they did all the Overlord stuff. I did like those. I liked watching people. I didn't play those overlords. I like watching people play those overlord games. Uh, So yeah, it's not not terrible. I don't know if I'm going to get as involved as a paradox game wants me to get. I'd rather just play a board game. That's fair. Touch grass. Yeah, touch grass, Nick. (laughs) Yes, I will. Uh, Josh, thanks for the news. This is some really Hey, slow news week, eh? <laughs> uh, Jake, meme time? Meme time. Uh, yeah, we got you a meme. We got you just one meme today, guys. All right, here we go. Because all the other memes sucked ass. 
Here's what the meme is. When you realize it's babies, it's an Outlast 2 meme where you see like a just a cross that's in like it's just a bunch of babies that form a cross. And then you see <laughs> you see the caveman SpongeBob like image on top of that cross. It's just it's funny because it's caveman SpongeBob. I mean, come on, it's a funny look. That that caveman but, SpongeBob meme was probably my favorite bikini bottom Twitter meme. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then the uh, the the Patrick Star who's hanging above SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I'm gonna head out to another good one too. That would probably would have been another good one for this spot as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just love I love like I don't know. There was one uh, caveman SpongeBob one for Rust, and it's like when someone. Uh, like knocks on your door and Russ and the caveman just like <laughs> uh you so know good. uh first episode with a pile of dead babies in it um count it count it count it gentlemen this is our darkest episode you know, let the record show that Nick did say oh did you guys put Atlas 2 in here because of my new kid oof Stop it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. No, I can't cut it. It has to stay. Can I stick? All right. Hey, guess what? Jake has to do a speed cap. We're going to go prepare Ah! for that. When we come back, we're going to watch Jake suffer. Suffer. I might cry. Be right back. And we are back. It is speed cap time. If you're joining us for the first time, a speed cap is a very quick synopsis done by the speed capper hitting on important story parts. There is a quiz master that is Josh today who has picked out some points that they want touched upon in that synopsis. Uh, The speed capper who is Jake has to try and get as many of those as he can in five minutes or less. Uh, The the max points is 50. Uh, Jake fails if he falls under 30. Uh, If, Jake has 30 or more points. He wins. Josh, if Jake fails, what is his punishment that he will have to carry out in the next episode? The punishment he'll have to do is write a love letter to the indoctrination theory based on the first three games. All right, Jake. Sounds fun. Uh, if yeah, you want to better, better send me that link, bitch. Oh, if, now you are. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you want to see what, Josh has picked out for Jake to name. We have a link down in the show notes. We'll also have the final score sheet down in the show notes. Don't check that shit while you're driving, you stupid fuck. Don't do it. There's one stupid fuck listening who's like, oh, going down I-5. Let me check this shit. Who's going to plow into a truck. Don't fucking do it, dude. Uh, wait till you get home. We want and you around it- because you're probably our only person listening. And to make it easier for Jake, and because for some reason... The bugs in Mass Effect Andromeda weren't the only bad thing about it. Uh, we picked some very simple things. So as long as Jake read up on it and can remember some things, some names in some places, he should do fairly well. I, I didn't. <laughs> Jake, how excited about this game? How excited about this game, Speed Cap, are you? Uh, I'm not. Are All we right. about to have a StarCraft II Josh scenario happen with Jake? Oh, that this was bad. Could be, this could be my final episode. It might be. Uh, so, Jake, I'm going to hit the start button. When you see the time pop up on the screen, take flight, young one, okay? No. All right, I'm Jake, Godspeed. Crash and burn. Godspeed. Godspeed, Spider-Man. 
All right, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, game sucks, but we're, we do this anyway because I got five minutes to bullshit this. So uh, it begins uh, between Mass Effect 2 and 3, but it has nothing to do with it. Like, you could play those games and not care because, like, this game sucks too. Like, I, like I said, it sucks. Anyway, uh, you're basically, there's a bunch of races that want to go into this place called the Andromeda Galaxy. And you're like, oh, hey, we need to, like, Noah's Ark this shit and just repopulate everything. I think there's, like, four races, four races from the Citadel console. And uh, they do this thing called the Andromeda Initiative which is where they travel. They take tw about like 20,000 of these uh, people from each race and go there. And it's about a 600-year journey, you know, space. And uh, each each uh, race has like a, uh, a leader that they call the, the Pathfinder. And well, this game starts out, you can either play two, two people. And their brother and sister, I'm guessing. Uh, they, they might, you might be able to have sex with each other in a game. I don't know. I'm not sure how this game works. Never played it. Never touched the game. Anyway, you could you could play either Sarah or Scott Ryder. It's your most generic game or generic name. Your douchey last name in this game is Ryder. Like I just want to punch both Sarah and Scott in the face just because of the names like that. This is stupid. Like, this is why. It's probably just solely based on those names alone is why I don't play this game. Anywho, uh, you play those guys, and they have a dad named Alec. I guess they don't want to, like, call him Alex. Their parents are probably uh, stupid. Anyway, he's the pathfinder for humanity. And, uh, yeah, you do some Mass Effect stuff. You, uh, you gain friendships, bonds. Uh, you might have sex with other races. Maybe your sister. I don't know. This game's weird. Uh, the animation sucks. Uh, it's a downgrade from Mass Effect 2, 3, and possibly 1. It's that bad. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Jake, hey, you forfeit your time at 220. Is that correct? That is correct. Ooh, buddy. All right, Josh. Fucking light his ass up. Well, well first off, I don't know if everybody else at home was uh, keeping count, but he—I counted ten times he shit on this game. Uh, he did shit on a lot. He also mentioned a lot of sibling sex. I, this might be our darkest and horniest episode, all packaged into one. Well, I don't know how you would be horny about the sibling sex. Uh, well, you did say have sex with other aliens. Yeah, I said other races and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Josh, uh, go ahead and go ahead and break this down for us. Yeah, so let's go down the list. So Jake, you did name the two uh, playable character, two of one play, whatever Ca playable character. Sarah and Scott Ryder, we got that right. Terrible. Uh, you did, you did mention uh, that it takes place in between Mass Effect two and three. So you look right there. You did mention the Andromeda Initiative. Uh, I wanted the human Arc Hyperion name, but you didn't do that. I yeah. could give you the credit for at least bringing up Alec Ryder, but you didn't mention he died making the player the Pathfinder, the leader for the humans. Uh, the Ket are the basically like the bad guys to start, kind of, sort of, like they really are. Um, 
the Nexus is where they're actually all supposed to meet up. And when you get there, all the other arcs aren't there either. So that's what starts the whole game is you basically are exploring and trying to find them. Uh, the Archon is like the other, like the bad main bad guy, basically the leader of the group. Um, then Venture Nix is a friend. Eos is a planet. Tempest is a small ship you end up using. And then Meridian is also a planet. How many points did he finish with, Josh? Uh, if I give him the half point for at least mentioning Alec, which I'll go ahead and do it just to be a little merciful, 17 and a half. So that means next week, Jake will be writing a love letter to the indoctrination theory made famous in the forums based on Mass Effect 1 through 3. Uh, Jake, I hope you're ready to read up on the indoctrination theory and uh, write how much you love it and read yeah, it out I, for us. I hope they're loose. Oh, God. Again, our horniest episode. Uh, we, guys, we did it. We made it through the episode. We're here. We're at the end. Uh, everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. You can find me uh, on Twitter at that Kaufman. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. Uh, Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me everywhere. It's I'm Josh Sang. Thanks, Josh. Jake, where can Whoa. the people find you? <laughs> What's he saying? You can find out when you follow him. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook. Oh, maybe not Facebook. Don't find me. Don't look at me. Don't look for me on Facebook. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, at Jakey Boy Kaufman. Hell, maybe Reddit. I don't know. I'm on Reddit sometimes. He's on the Rule 34s with Josh. They're liking and sending them to each other all the time. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> you can find Smashing Game Time on any of the social media sites. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on um, YouTube. So go find us over there. Again, rate and review us wherever you find your podcast. We are Starving Boys. I don't think I said that at the top of the show, but that's okay. As always, I want to thank Alex Marvin Clark for our intro and outro song, Hunt Him Down. We have a link to his SoundCloud, so go check him out uh, down in the show notes. Uh, thank you to Trident Network. We are a part of their family, and we appreciate it. We'll be Me and Josh will be a part of their birthday stream on the, uh, the 19th, so just a few days away by the time you're hearing this. Uh, we will be on at 3, I think it's 3.15 or 3.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll be over on Trident's, uh, over on Trident's Twitch channel. Uh, keep an eye out. We'll tweet about it when more details go out. Uh, I think I thanked everybody. <laughs> uh, everyone, this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We will see each and every one of you next time five stars we get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs>